So check it out. It is Friday. It is time for another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm your host, Steve Casillo. And uh, as we do every Friday, let's just go and bring him in right over there. Philip Washington Jr., welcome and say hello to the Mansfieldians. How's it going, Mansfieldians? Hey, we're doing a throwback today, aren't we? We are doing a throwback today. Back... uh, Gosh, decades ago, it seems like uh, Philip used to do on his podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple, used to do a segment called Ask Philip. And today, Philip is addressing questions that have been submitted by his followers. Yes. Yeah. So what do you say we just jump right in? Let's just jump right in. Dear Philip, what's the best way you've seen to become financially independent? Best way is to find your own authentic path, right? The the best way that works for you, because the simplest, the simple answer is, I feel like we gather data early on to learn the our preferences, right? We, you know, like you go to a buffet, and you try different foods, and you try different things, and you figure out what taste you like. You go, oh, okay, I like, I like. Sweet, but like sour, right? You kind of you you sort of find your palate, right? And then all through through tasting, you also sort of change your palate over time, and your palate is probably always changing. But I feel like data gathering is sort of, or or looking at how, how other people become financially successful is more like that. I think sometimes people move to saying, "All right, I'm going to copy this this person's specific recipe," right? And I'm like, "And you can do that." But it's so much better, right? The re- the reason why Steve makes the best old fashions is like it's very unique to like Steve's old fashions, and I feel like that's how making money is, right? You look at what everybody else is doing, and you pick what works for you, and leave what doesn't work for you, and you build your own unique path. Make it your own. Make it your own. That's what I do with my old fashions. By the way, this was really cool because you know, not only do I make a good cocktail, but uh, I love to cook. And there was a section in the New York Times probably a, a year ago that gave you recipes without the amount. Mm. So you're going to make, I don't know, pancakes. You're going to need flour. You're going to need uh, baking powder. You're going to need sugar. You're going to need... But it doesn't tell you how much. I like that. And so you, the creator get to experiment. I like that. I like that. We need more of that in the world. And I think it was like a 40-page insert, and I went and I, I circled maybe 20 of the recipes and because, yeah, that's go to the kitchen and let's just start playing. Yeah. And that's, so that's kind of uh, your way of saying, all right, you've given me the guide, but now let's make becoming financially independent uh, on your own. And you, uh, you had mentioned on your your podcast today, make money what you uh, make money doing what you love. Yes, right. Because doesn't food taste so much better when it's done by somebody who loves it versus it just being a chore, right? I don't know. Right. I don't like you know. Some people think it's a cliche, but I'm like, no. Nah, you can taste the difference between somebody who cooks with love and somebody who doesn't. So like, if you have a journey of doing what you love to do, mm. right? I just feel like. I I feel like I mean, I even feel like if you can like for my career I could be making so much more money than what I'm making right now like a lot 
because I'm I'm not I, I did I did it one way through willpower and this way is through love and I'm I'm doing well but I know I can make a lot because I've turned down things I haven't done things I I don't do the stressful things yeah but I'm in a sweet spot where I just l- love it and the money is you know what I mean like the money is I don't I don't think I have to choose and I don't think the money's going to always be less than the other path yeah but I'm just saying like money's not the scoreboard and this path is so much better and it feels better than just like doing it just for the money right doing the smart thing just for the money I'm going to let you in on a secret yes sir I really don't like taking vacations because hmm. I love what I do. I get to come to the studio. I look at the studio literally as my playground. And is it a vacation to come here? No, it's work, but it's work that I love. Mm. And when someone says, you need to take a break, it's like, I don't want to take a break. I love what I do. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a good, that's a good feeling, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although I will be taking a break in April. <laughs> and I will be taking another break in June. But, I, yeah, it's it's almost a – it's it's like a disruption of what you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, we've already spent six minutes on just one topic, so we got we to gotta move ahead. Uh, Philip, dear Philip. How do I get a hold of my budget? By getting a hold of, by validating yourself. So that's the fast answer. If okay. w- Once you learn to validate yourself, which is hard for all of us, right? Because it creeps up. Like even, like I, I like to pride myself on being super self-confident and not caring what other people think. But like to be a human, like you sort of got to care what some people think and it creeps up on you. But, and so, and so it's subtle. It's, it's, it's basically saying, all right, cool. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm happy. I'm happy because I want to be happy, right? Things I buy don't make me happy. And once you get to that place, then you can make your expenses fit within your income with any system because you don't feel the need to buy things to, right? You might buy certain cars because you think that's what people in my neighborhood, the kind of cars they drive, right? So I'm, I'm getting out of this. Don't worry. Be happy. Perfect way to summarize it. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> Dear Philip, what is the value that backs Bitcoin? Belief. Belief. That's the value that backs everything. Okay. Does belief back the dollar? Belief backs the dollar. Yep, because mm-hmm. it ain't backed by nothing but belief. <laughs> if you understood how the system really worked, it's 100% belief, right? Even gold. People say, well, gold. I mean, like... But backs gold belief, right? Belief. We, beads, and like I, we were talking about this during Mardi Gras season. Yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, beads. You know, Mardi Gras is heavily, heavily African influenced, and beads used to be a a, a money. The way that uh, Afri- some African villages had as currency, it was these special beads they made that was hard to make, right? And then the, some colonizers came in there and figured out how to make the beads with technology and flooded their market with inflation and that whatever, whatever. But um, beads used to be a form. So money's like whatever we believe it to be. Like we we buy into the beliefs of the system and then we think it's more complicated than what it is, but it's just belief. There you go. Dear Philip, what are some of the best investment opportunities that you see? The simple answer is like my opinion is like 
is going to be as small as a grain of sand on the beach because there's so many opportunities right there. But I think I'm going to give like some practical ones that I just see specifically. Uh, women's sports, it's going to be huge because there's an under underappreciation for women doing things and being just entertaining uh, as men, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, obviously, Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, those are the obvious things. Uh, I think investing in uh, rural communities uh, outside of big cities is going to be big because of the independent, um, you know, not you know, being able to work from home, right? And also Bitcoin miners setting up shop and making investing in these rural areas more palatable for developers. Um, those are some of the simple, some of the easier ones. But it's, I mean, the ideas are the the way that people feel overwhelmed by the information being uh, speeding up with the internet and AI, right? That's the level of ideas. Like it's like springtime, you know, springtime brings all those like things in the sky. That's, you know, what what are those things called? Seeds or things oh, that's messing up our allergies or yeah, whatever. Pollen and, and pollen. Yeah. That, that's like the money making ideas out here. Like there's just plentiful and like, you got to get infected by as many of them as you can so that you can, you know, make some money. You know what I'm seeing a lot on TV right now? Sports betting. That's big. That is huge. Yeah. That huge. you no longer have to go to Windstar or or Las Vegas to uh, to place a bet. Yeah. That, and that, yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. And they're like, they're creating sports to, to, to like better. <laughs> they're creating this. They're cre- are, can you bet on pickleball now that I'm sure you I'm sh- I'm positive <laughs> that if you can just find two people who want to place the bets, then somebody's going to figure out a way to like. Because the technology is easy. It's scalable. Amazing. Should we do one more? Yes. All right. Dear Philip, why do you spend so much time talking about emotional intelligence as a wealth manager? That's a a great question. That's why I'm the host. (laughs) We believe as humans that we're more rational than what we are. And I would argue we're 100% emotional, right? We 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 built these models of the world that says, oh, this is how things are supposed to work because human beings are rational. I've never met a rational human being. You know what I mean? Like, if you, especially people are not, people are, just look at how we do politics or look at how we do everything, right? Everything is like emotional and the 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 path of humanity is, finding a way to always feel better. Like we're trying to just find ways to feel better and better and better and better. Everything that we do is to is some desire to feel better. And so wealth, some a wealth manager and people want to become wealthy because they want to feel better. My job is, you know, as within, so without, right? So I mean, like the better you feel about yourself and money, right? The better your feeling relationship around money, then the more positive ideas you can accept around money. Said a different way, if you feel if you feel terrible about money, it does. I can give you the best idea in the world, and you're not going to accept it, and you're not going to stick with it because your mood does not gel with the information I share it with you. And so, emotional intelligence is sort of like cultivating the soil of the mind yeah. to get it ready and receptive for the seeds that I drop. Right. One of my favorite Bible verses is the story of the sower, right? 
sowed seeds in different places. Some fell on rocky places. Some fell on thorny places. Some got burnt up by the sun. Mm. Matthew right? 7. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about, Steve. There you go. So I'm talking about Steve. And so the emotional intelligence, I feel like, creates, makes the soil, right? So then when I drop a seed, it's more likely to grow. If someone wanted to reach out, this is another 10-minute nugget of information. And, 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 and really, before we get into contact, it's all about attitude. Whether are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? If someone 100%. said, you know, I really think you ought to buy that house because it's a great investment, and you have a pessimistic attitude, you're like, well, well, oh, I don't know. Nothing ever grows. And growing meaning your money's going to grow or your tree is going to grow or whatever. It's attitude. Yes, sir. One thousand percent. Oh, a thousand. I got a thousand percent. A thousand percent this time. Yeah. yeah. Nice. If someone (laughs) wanted to reach out to Philip Washington Jr. for some emotional intelligence or wealth management, how can they reach out to you? Best way is StonehillWealthManagement.com. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com. That's another 10-minute nugget of information. And uh, Philip, as we do, we do this every Friday. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.